The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Zion Christian Academy, Custom Stone Handlers, Fast Stop Convenience Stores, Lee Company, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. From preps to pros and everything in between, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company Studio. With the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton, here's Chris Yow. What's going on out there in Radio Land? It's Tuesday, and that can mean only one thing. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today is coming to you live from the Lee Company studio. Glad to be with you as we get your week started on radio at least. Hope you guys had a wonderful Labor Day weekend full of college football. High school football kicked it off on Friday. It's a lot of fun. We did our show yesterday, if you didn't know that. Just wanted to let you know that it is available. YouTube, Facebook, podcast. You want to hear us talk about our reaction to Labor Day weekend and all of those things. You can find it, Apple Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, whatever. All kinds of great stuff. Mo, what's going on, man? Another day in paradise. Still show prepping over here. I hear you. Well, for those of you who may be thinking, is this a live show or is this a recorded show from way back when? Uh, This is live. Back to the future. Back to the future. (laughs) <laughs> As we return to the Front Porch Sports Headquarters on West 7th, as our West 7th cam is back and better than ever. <laughs> the cam is better than ever. The view. West 7th hasn't changed. Hasn't changed. Hasn't changed. <laughs> the Sorry, more, Jazz. The, the more things change, the more, the more they, they stay, stay the, the same. same. Yeah. Still a lot of orange cones. Still a lot of construction barrels. But not any hot rod tractors or backhoes. Or, or backhoes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no hot rod backhoes recently that we've seen, so we'd like to see him come back through though. He was he was a lot of fun. He'd like to see something come through. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> Tear this thing up. In, in, anything that indicates progress would be good. <laughs> and because right now, ain't a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot going on out there. It's just, it's 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 pretty tough. Dire straits. For and I feel bad for the the asphalt company and the and and the paving company who can't do anything because AT and T still. I've seen two trucks out here in the last six months. So, and they were here for about six hours total. Man, brutal. Chaz Molder. Sorry, Chad. Not a happy camp. No, I I can't imagine. I, I can't wait for this thing to get finished just to see what he's going to say and do afterwards. He may, well, I'll tell you, when I-22 was finished, the governor of Alabama 
literally stood in the middle of the highway and did a ribbon cutting because he was like, this is the greatest thing ever. It only took 56 years to get it finished. So, Well, where would you cut it? Down here at whatever the next street is, past Garden coming this way, or would you cut it back up at the other end? Oh, that's a good question. I, it, it, I guess I would do it with, I don't know, I guess it really matters. Could you could you have could you have Mayor Mulder cut one at one end and Vice Mayor Martin at the other end simultaneously? Sim- there you go. That that would be your ideal situation. It's, Let's I feel, see if we can't get that to work. And Chaz JP- Mulder may not be the mayor when this thing is finished. <gasps> <laughs> he may have been retired. Oh goodness! <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, for those of you down in in Franklin County who are listening, going, what the heck are y'all talking about? (laughs) Sorry. It is. It's just a, it's a boondoggle here in Columbia with the West 7th. Just be sure all the major thoroughfares in Winchester are paved. You know, they're almost all four lanes, too. Yeah. Almost everything in Franklin County is four lanes. That's a good thing. That's that's called planning. (laughs) So... Anyway, we have a lot to get to today. Got a great show. Obviously, we're going to talk to Chip Walters about the Blue Raiders and their big win uh, on Saturday. And of course, we'll talk more. We'll talk some Titans. We'll talk more college football at Stop Five Tuesday. So that's always exciting. Um, we're going to talk about the Top Five college football upsets, which is always fun. Um, but before we do any of that, we're going to get you the Tuesday Rundown. This is The Rundown. This is your Tuesday Rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow, Live, Give. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, IFP member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, Registered Investment Advisor, IFP and Grow, Live, Give are not affiliated. It's a pretty thin schedule on Monday, and we got none of those results. So, Tuesday volleyball action. Columbia Academy plays at Battleground Academy at 530 today. Collinwood is at Loretto at 6, as is Columbia Central at Lincoln County, also at 6. East Hickman at Santa Fe. Hampshire at Summertown. Zion Christians at Franklin Camp. I'm sorry. Zion Christians at Franklin Christian at 630. And... In matches that we don't have times for, Independence is at Franklin and Lewis County is at Mount Pleasant. And in girls' soccer action tonight, Kolioka at Cornersville, first touch at 6 p.m. Also at 6 is Richland at Zion Christian. Columbia Central hosting Franklin County at 7 and Spring Hill hosting Lincoln County also at 7. Golf action today, Brentwood and Spring Hill play at Toey. Columbia Academy and Lipscomb Academy at Stony Brook. Columbia Central and Nolansville are playing somewhere. Frank Hughes and Santa Fe at Ross Creek down in Clifton. Franklin and Independence are at Toey. And Summertown is playing at Centerville against an unnamed opponent. Not Hickman County. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. We don't know. Well, that's going to do it for your Tuesday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Top stories 
Week three high school football stats on MainStreetMurray.com. They are available for your stat leaders. Rushing leader, Destin Wade. Can't imagine that. Had no idea that was coming after his first week performance. Yeah, go figure. Uh, Passing leader, Joe Cummings. And receiving leader, Independence's River Katina. Yep. (laughs) So if you want to know the rest of those lists... Visit MainStreetMurray.com under the sports That's tab. some pretty intriguing numbers there. I mean, um, we've got it broken down. Number of games, number of carries, average per carry, um, average per reception. So uh, I think there's some pretty insightful stuff there. Definitely go check that out. Uh, we've got a few minutes left here and – I want to get I want to get your thoughts on this mo because last night was incredibly tough for some folks especially on Twitter apparently the targeting rule in college football is just not good is it not the rule may be good the I think the I think the intent of the rule is good. Yes. Because it's a player safety thing. I think the execution, oh, maybe I shouldn't use that word. Uh, (laughs) Maybe the way the rule is being enforced isn't the best. The enforcement is the problem, not the, not the rule. And, and I think maybe the rule maybe needs revisiting because there are instances where as you are getting into position to make a tackle, your target changes. And all of a sudden, where you were in position to make a clean and legal tackle, because the ball carrier's body has moved, you're suddenly in a position where if you continue in the direction you're going in, you're going to wind up getting flagged and ejected for targeting. Both of the first two targetings that happened last night, I think, were were because of that. See, I didn't see all of them because I was in and out of the house. So the first getting stuff on the grill. The first targeting was basically a dive play up the middle, two four hole something like that, or well one three because it's on the left side, one three hole somewhere in that area. Linebacker comes up and puts his face mask. On the def- on the running back's chest, just like you're taught to do. The running back's head dips down, so the crown of his helmet hits the running back in the head. I don't know how you don't. I don't know how you avoid that. I don't as either. a tackler. So therefore, when the he was get, he's getting ready to put his face mask in dude's chest, dude drops his head, and all of a sudden it's a crown. That's correct. Shot. It's a crown to the to, to the to the uh, chin. player's chin yeah. or ear hole or whatever. That's tough. You can't. There's nothing you can't. Especially there's, when, as a defender, there's nothing you can do about that. Linebackers typically are three to four inches taller than running backs, so they have to get low. They've got to already be low, which means they have to get. If their face mask is going to be up, their head still has to be out front, mm-hmm. so it looks like a launch. Well, if they're not launching, 
the people who launch are defensive, defensive backs. backs. That's who launches. That's what this rule was intended for was the defensive backs. To get backs rid of the against quote receivers. Kill shots. Yeah. Against defensive in open, receivers. In, in the open field. That's pretty much. what the rule was intended for. Not for dive plays. Not for this. <laughs> and I'm not even mad at Jason Brown because I thought he was right. Coach Jason Brown from Independence uh, Community College. He, if you watch the video, he's like, in the box? We're calling this in the box? I mean, the five-yard box between the line of scrimmage and, and five yards deep, there should be no targeting allowed in that box. Okay, that that is a fair statement to make. Jason Brown is still a clown. <laughs> Did you rhyme on purpose? Not, in pur- not on purpose, <laughs> but I'll take it. <laughs> and, and no, sure, but obviously, I mean, he's a football coach. He knows – he certainly has some sort of football knowledge, but in between the tackles, five yards deep, no targeting. Also, that reminds me of another rule that I'd like to change. I don't know if you saw that or not on Twitter, but if you fair catch a punt, any penalty on the return team during the return should not count. Like holding, it didn't affect the play. So if you're holding the guy, the gunner going down the field, and they fair catch it, clearly it didn't affect it because he still had to fair catch it. So if you fair catch it, you shouldn't be uh, you should not be penalized for holding during the return. Well, as as long as you're talking about that, you saw a situation during the um, we have thirty seconds, but go get it <laughs> during the Jackson State Fam game where somebody got penalized for a play that didn't count. We'll talk about we we'll get to that because this needs to be talked about. So yes. We're going to get to that. Penalties, they're a problem. <laughs> right now, we got the Braves coming up on the other side of the break, so stick around. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day returns right after this. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. play chris and mo are talking about it yeah that's trash can juice speak for yourself for better or worse on southern middle tennessee sports today back to the lee company studio yep they're fans too here's chris and mo welcome back in southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee bone and joint chris yeah mo pat and jp plant with you here in the front porch sports headquarters coming to you live on wkom 101.7 fm and 
WZYXradio.net. Pick us up on the stream there across the world. Also, you can find our video on YouTube, which is always fun. Twitter has it live as well, as well as Facebook if you are on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports or Main Street Preps. Facebook, you can see it there. Hope you guys are having a wonderful start to your short week. And I hope the Braves get off to a good start in their long homestand. Nine games. Uh, So, good thing is, the Nationals come to town. And always, always good when at some point we think we're going to see Fetty. Yeah, yeah. Just ask Joe Simpson. <laughs> Just ask him. And and Ben Ingram. They they feel like you're going to score lots of runs whenever Fetty's out there. You score so. some runs when Fetty's. But yeah, the Braves come in tonight. Six twenty first pitch. Five oh five pregame on our sister station. One oh three point seven. Unless is hey coach or I thought that was Wednesday. Vol calls us. Does Vol calls Tuesday? I never remember. I'm, Fall calls, I believe, are Wednesday. Okay. When so is hey, is, when is hey, hey Coach hey. is Thursday. But that's on this But station. Hey Coach is on here. Yeah, Correct. On yes. 6.30 following Murphy's matchups huh. on WKOM. There you go. What we do have here today following this show is Sports Mix Live. Is that right? On WZYX. Correct. With Will Davis. So. I wish I could rem- I met the girl who's a Reds fan. Speaking of baseball and all, I met her this weekend. She was at the Columbia Central Franklin County game. And so I think she's on there occasionally, too, talking about the Reds. Now, so. now when you say girl. She's like 19. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's. Oh, oh, listen to you playing the age card now, huh? Yeah. Now, now, now you're old. I am. Okay. Okay. I am, in fact, old. All right. All right. Uh, I mean, it's my birthday month, so. <laughs> Let's uh, raise the roof. Bitch, by the way, speaking of my birthday, Mm -hmm. my birthday is also the birthday of this show on radio. Mm -hmm. And we might as well have a double party. So two weeks from today, two weeks from today, we're going to have a double party. Give us about a day or two to get ready and we'll announce the details. But we're going to have a party. Kind of reminds me of that Target commercial with um, with Bruno Mars, Perm. It's my birthday. No, it's not. <laughs> but I still look good, though. But I still look good, though. Hot comb hot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to sing it. That is a a new... Um, a, a new a new sound effect? A new, And I like that one. That one was good. A little deeper. It, it is a little deeper. Um yeah, we got some some new uh, new toys. Some new here. toys. New toys. <laughs> some new stuff for new JP toys. to play so with. So I may throw, you know, I may I may test you out like like that. I don't, you know, or something Ooh, like that. Wow, that's that's a that's a rock guitar. Yep. Or a little jazz. Hey, <laughs> DJ Yazzy Yow. Uh, or Dreamweaver. <laughs> Um, of course, we always got the that one. 
That one's slower than it is slower. It draws it out. It does. It's like it's like your take was so bad. Yeah, (laughs) that's a bad one right there. Yeah. Oh man. Anyway. Oh, oh, uh, one more. One more. Funky. Getting funky on WKOM. Tuesday afternoon. There we go. All right. So anyway, you were talking about Bruno Mars, and there we go. You got we got some a reasonable facsimile thereof. Yeah. Hey, he's just like, push all the buttons, man. We're having a good time today on this show. I'm glad that you, I'm glad that that JP is having a good time too. Uh, Braves, <laughs> I, I hope we're still having a good time come tonight because Max Freed's on on the rubber, and that's always a good thing, or has been lately. Yeah, eleven and seven with a um, ERA still under four, three point five one. So goes to the mound at Truist against. Paolo Espino, four and four with a four oh eight. As you said, it's the first of a nine game homestand for the Braves, first of three games against the Nats, who come in at fifty seven and eighty and a shell of their former selves. So Yeah, I think you know, again, and, and Max over his last seven, four and one with a one seven six ERA, forty six innings pitched in those seven games, only given up. 33 hits, nine earned runs, five walks, 46 strikeouts with an 083 whip. And the best thing is that ain't bad. He gets to hit. And he gets to hit. So, I mean, he's hitting what? I don't know. I don't know what is. Let's see. Better than the average pitcher. 310. For the year with five ribbies on on 13 hits. Better than a lot of guys who get paid to hit. <laughs> yeah. 42 ABs, 13 hits, five ribbies. 736 ERA. I mean OPS. ERA. 736 ERA not so great. I know. Uh How did we acquire him? Max Max Freed? Was, was he, he in the Andrelton trade? I think he was because he was a 7th or 7th overall pick. By the Padres in 2012. Padres. And I'm not sure how. No. Here we go. On December 19th, 2014, the Braves traded Freed, Jace Peterson, Dustin Peterson, and Malik Smith to the Atlanta Braves in exchange for Justin Upton and Aaron Northcraft. Wow. That's. Think the Braves won that trade. No doubt. <laughs> Malik Smith was pretty good there he, for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we, as a fourth outfielder kind of guy. He was he was needed at at, at times. Yeah. So, so. interesting. I glad you could find that. Rest in peace, copy. He's not dead. <laughs> His baseball career is it is. It is. It is D E D dead. It is. Um the Andrelton Simmons trade. Oh. Brought Sean Newcomb. Oh, well, so. we could have kept. Uh, yeah, that one, that one, that one didn't go so well. No, no, it did not. That one didn't go so well. Oh man, you know, I'm I'm really excited for the this homestand because the Braves really need to. They're only a game and a half up after last night. The Phillies whipped the Brewers. I mean, just destroyed them twelve nothing. So the Braves have got to put some. 
put some wins on the board over these next nine, and there's no reason they can't. Yeah, I mean, uh, much like the last stretch that they went through and took advantage of, again, you've got you got Washington coming in here, you've got Miami coming in here, and then you've got Colorado coming in here, and that's, again, Colorado Rockies. on the road. Right, the putrid road Rockies. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, there's – there's a chance for them to really do some damage here. Road, and Road Rockies way better than way worse than Rocky Road. Or way better than <laughs> <laughs> Road Rockies way worse than Rocky Road. Just yeah. saying. Okay. <laughs> anyway, again, we saw what they they did a pretty good job of taking advantage of sub sub subpar teams. Easy for me to say. The last time. And August was a good month for the Braves and beating teams you're supposed to beat. And some be said for it, especially after this weekend, right? <sighs> so there's that. <laughs> JP could have went all day without you saying that. Uh, you know, that's it's not what I meant by that. I mean, there were a lot. There were a lot of upsets this weekend, which is what prompted our top five for today. Yep. Co college football upsets. For the record. I did bring that topic up, so I'm 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 He's not cool shying from it. Okay, I, I I knew that that probably would be a topic um, or make the rundown. Yeah, perhaps the top yeah. five. It should. It probably should. Yeah, I, I don't I don't want to get too far off into the weeds. I'm just not sure. Is East Tennessee over Vanderbilt an upset? Stop. I mean, it, I mean, it shouldn't have happened, but stop. Yeah, don't yeah. say that. Okay, I'm just saying. It did not look like it on the field. I'll grant you that. <laughs> I will grant you that. East Tennessee walked in and said they are who we thought they were. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and they didn't let them off the hook. <laughs> did not let them off the hook. Yeah. Oh, man. Mo, tell us what happened this day in Braves history. Uh, September 9th, 2017. Scoring two runs in the bottom of the ninth, the Braves walked off Miami 6-5. Ozzie Albies' one-out double scored Nick Marcakis, pinch running for big city Matt Adams. And after a Freddie Freeman intentional walk and a Lane Adams fielder's choice. Uh, who? Uh, what did I say? Freddie Freeman intentional walk and a Lane Adams who? fielder's choice. Freddie. Who is Lane Adams? I don't even know this guy. Well, I can't help you. <laughs> exactly, because you kept going back to Freddie, hoping I was just going to skip right over it. No, but Lane <laughs> Adams is, I mean, he's a guy. He's an actual guy. He's no, I know, but okay. I, I don't remember him. Yeah, well, he. <laughs> That's he, my point. Yeah, yeah, well. Kurt Suzuki single to score Freeman with the game winner. The comeback made a winner of former Shelbyville Central and Lipscomb University standout Rex Brothers, who struck out the Marlins in order in the top of the ninth and improved to three and three with the victory. So look at you. Nice little, job, Rex. Little 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 local, local flavor. flavor. There we go. We'll take it. Yep. Huh. Mo, if you got nothing better to do this week, mm -hmm. and there's not going to be much better to do than get out to First Horizon Park. Because the Nashville Sounds hosting the Memphis Redbirds. And if you've not looked at your weather app this week, it is going to be the best possible week to get out to the ballpark. It's supposed to be like 80 and the high, and then by 7 o'clock it's going to be like 65. So wear you a light jacket 
and go enjoy some baseball. Sunny skies, clear skies, whatever it is. It won't be sunny by then, I guess. Clear skies, cool weather, perfect for a, a night at the ballpark. I'm trying to get over the fact that you don't know who Lane Adams is. Man, I don't remember this dude. He played like two seasons. Yeah, two seasons, 2017 and 2018 with the Braves. Got How many ABs he get? He <laughs> he got 134 ABs in That's less than one a game in Come 111 on. games. Yeah, no. In two years, <laughs> hey, five home runs, 20 RBI, 10 steals, 10 steals, and seven. Yeah, his um his Twitter handle is at la underscore swiftness. He could run a little bit. Okay. I mean, again, going back here, in 117 Major League games, he stole 11 bases. In his career? Yeah, that's his. So he played that, both both years of his. Well, he he got six six games in Kansas City in 2014. Did he go with, uh, in 2014? Mm-hmm. So he was he was still in the minors for a couple of years before we pulled him but, up on in seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I don't know how he got here. Yeah. But yeah. Medlin trade maybe. When did we trade Medlin? Um. No, he signed as a free agent. Ah. Well, there you go. Anyway, the sounds <laughs> send Dylan file to the rubber. One and three, four, eight, four ERA. Don't know who he's going to throw against just yet. They've lost five of six at Louisville and 18 of their last 24, including, a, what, four in Memphis of the six? Yeah, I think so. so. Not great. Yeah, they're definitely skidding right now, so y'all need to go down there and help them out. Yeah, wish them some luck. <laughs> Change their luck. <laughs> We're going to talk Titans depth chart and some other NFL News on the other side of the break, so stick around. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, returns to the Lee Company studio right after this. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com.
talk show you've always wanted. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. From preps to pros. Live from the Lee Company Studio. With the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yow. Welcome back in Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yow, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant. Coming to you live from... The Lee Company Studio on the Front Porch Sports Headquarters, WKOM 1017 FM, WZYX And worldwide on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Plenty of options. You want, you want to find us? We got you. Well, you got options. Options are good. Nice to have. Want to talk a little bit in this segment about... The Tennessee Titans, as they released their depth chart, I guess it was this morning, and I guess the weird, I guess the weird thing is that the left tackle position, they're going to try to start three folks there, and if you can, if you can get away with it, hey, feel free, I guess. (laughs) Unbalanced line. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't, or right tackle. I'm sorry, Sambrello, Lamb, and uh, who's the other one? Is it Delario or I forget who the third one is? They, they have, the third one is the rookie, I would guess, isn't it? The kid that they drafted. Redunds? Yeah, he's a he's a guard. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, he's behind Nate Davis. Well, right I don't now. I don't know who it is. Then I just thought that was funny. Um, and <laughs> the I guess the 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 unique thing to me the first thing that I noticed if you guys haven't seen it is that Chester Rogers is currently the slot guy over um. Josh Reynolds. So there's that. Reynolds isn't on the um, COVID list, is he? Or otherwise? Uh, I don't think so. Um, That's kind of, I think that's the biggest shock to me, I guess. I don't know how big a deal it is, though, other than who goes out for the first play on offense. I mean... Well, sure. I mean, it's nice to have, you know... I mean, those guys are going to play. Yeah. I would imagine every receiver on the 53-man is going to play against Arizona, so I'm not sure how much difference it makes, again, other than who goes out there for the first play. Yeah, um... Ferks are also not the number one tight end. Jeff Swaim listed as tight end. Uh, did one. you see they um they signed Michael Pruitt to the practice squad? I did see that. Yeah. Which is solid. Um I agree. It's a, I mean that's a good he's good to have if you gotta have him. Well he he's good to have. He's a guy that's familiar with the organization and vice versa. He's been productive. In his time here, I mean, obviously, um, there's there's a different OC, and so things may be a little – there might be some different wrinkles 
offensively, but it's a guy that you're familiar with. And I think when you can bring a guy like that back, again, who has been productive when he's been here, it's a good thing. I I agree completely. Here's how the roster or the depth chart looks right now. Obviously, Ryan Tannehill's your quarterback. Derek Henry at, Henry at running back. A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, Chester Rogers, your three receivers. David Quesenberry is the guy who is apparently first on the He's first on the list. Then Sembrello, then Kendall Lamb. Nate Davis, Ben Jones, both of those are in parentheses, which may or may not mean COVID. I'm not sure. Uh, Roger Saffold, Taylor Lewan, Jeff Swain uh, round out the offensive line and tight end position. That's a pretty dangerous offense, which we already knew that was the most likely, I guess, that was the most likely thing to see was this Titans offense was going to be dangerous. Now, defensively, they don't look bad. Danico Autry, uh, Tier Tart, Jeffrey Simmons, Bud Dupree, Jayon Brown, um, Harold Landry, Jack Rabbit Jenkins, Kevin Byard, Amani Hooker, Christian Fulton, and Rashawn Evans as a starter. I think he's going to be better than a lot of people anticipate him being this year in a in a walk year, pretty much after they didn't exercise his option this past season. Well, David Long Jr. is, and, and Monty Rice are the two who back the inside linebackers up. Mm-hmm. Rashawn Evans has an opportunity to make some money and could make the Titans regret not picking up that fifth year. But so far, he's been average. Not what you expected coming out of Alabama. And maybe that's the issue. Maybe the expectations. Maybe the expectations were a little high. Was a, did they take him in the first round? I think it was a first. I think rounder. it was a second round. Maybe a second rounder. Either way, you hope those first and second round guys can make impacts pretty early. And Rashawn has made impacts with drawing penalty flags, <laughs> kind of like some other first round picks that the Titans have made. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> You know, he's like, woo-saw. Just, just mm. pull, your, pull your ears like Martin Lawrence and Bad Boys. Woo-saw. <laughs> no. Yeah, let's let's wait until we get into the oh. season before you get me going in that direction on that guy. But this defensive line and, inside, and, and linebacker core really makes me feel, and, and what we've seen in preseason, makes me feel pretty good. I'm I'm excited about this defense because I really feel like they're definitely going to be better than they were last year. And that's all we need them to be is a yeah. little bit better. Yeah. Well, uh, and and you knew they were going to be better. I mean, right. I'm well, for one thing, you you you'd like to think they couldn't be any worse. And <laughs> and that. hopefully nobody says hold my beer. But, you know, just getting you know, Shane Bowen solidified as DC. You know, Kevin um, Kevin Byard isn't going to be as bad as he was last year. You know, um, the additions that they made on that side of the ball, both in the free agency realm and and in the draft, you, you just feel like 
they're they're not just going to be better than they were last year. I think they're going to be decent. And and like you said, I think that's all they have to be with this offense. That's right. Just they don't have to be top five. They don't have to be top ten. Just be average. Just just yeah. Don't be worse than middle of the pack. Seventeenth. If you're not worse than seventeenth, Titans are going to win games. Some folks think they're going to win championships. Some folks on ESPN, didn't they? Yeah. He's a former Titans player, but yes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that doesn't make him wrong. Right. No. no. <laughs> I, nobody else on the show thought he was – everybody else thought he was on something. But this team – this is a team that went to the AFC Championship game two years ago. Made the playoffs last year despite having one of the worst defenses in the history of mankind. You've added to this offense that was already dangerous. You upgraded from Corey Davis to Julio Jones, for goodness sake. And that and that is no shade to Corey Davis, but <laughs> that's, that's an upgrade. upgrade. So I don't really – yeah, you lose Johnny Smith, but I'm not sure how big of an impact that's going to make. At the time, I was worried. Now I'm much less worried than I was. And again, as we've discussed on this show, whoever lines up at tight end for the Titans is going to have a chance to to have a solid season and then some. Because when you got Jones on one side, you got Brown on the other side, and you know whether it's Rodgers or or Reynolds or whoever in the slot and yeah it doesn't matter they got to figure out who they're going to cover plus plus you got double deuce in the backfield by the way oh, don't yeah. forget you got to tackle Derrick Henry on occasion yeah so that's it's going to be fun to watch I, that's why i don't understand the the hesitancy of people talking to recognize about this, this team i mean it doesn't make any sense. If you're talking about the five, the top five teams right now that could win the Super Bowl, the Chiefs, the Bucks, And then the Titans should be in the next group. The Rams? Behind that. Yeah, the, the Rams, the Titans. That's about it. That's why I, I, I was talking about that, about college football. Everybody's talking about how the, how the NFL is so much better. I'm like, eh, still the same five teams that could win the Super Bowl. I mean, rarely do you see somebody just come out of nowhere and make the Super Bowl. Now, the Titans may come out of nowhere because nobody else in the country is giving them. They're the, not really <laughs> coming out of nowhere. It'll just be a lot of people saying they came out of nowhere because they <laughs> right. didn't give them any shine from the jump. Right. Yeah. But I, I, the Titans are among the, the five teams that I think can win the Super Bowl. Hey, I'll say this, though. The Saints. I I don't know. I don't know because I don't. Their, their wide receiver core is in shambles right now. That None of them like each other. Michael Thomas is a problem. Uh, you don't worry about Michael <laughs> Thomas. But who is the kid from UT who's down there? Or Camara? the no, 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 no. You're talking about the rookie um, receiver. I picked him up in my fantasy draft, and you don't, and you can't remember. And I can't his remember name. his name. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, but I was like, I couldn't call it. Um, 
Let's see here. I got it right here. Uh, Paul, no, that's he's a, he's with the Chargers. Josh yeah. Palmer. Yeah. Just kidding. So I don't know who it is. Um, but I I don't know about the Titans. I mean the the Saints. I can't I can't tell you. I think the Falcons could be a sleeper team because when you have a guy like Matt Ryan, you have a solid quarterback. You have a chance. Marquez Callaway. Callaway. Okay, he's not a rookie. He's he, he was there last year. So that's but yeah, you're right. Callaway Callaway was a big part of that team last year too. So Well that's what threw you off. Huh? Yes. The fact that I referred to him as a rookie. Yeah. But he he was a rookie last year, okay. so that makes that My bad. makes sense. But um but yeah, I th- I think he's going I think the Saints could be one of those sleeper teams, sure. No doubt. Um real quick, I'm just gonna get a, give an answer to your question. Since I mentioned the Rams, who wins more games this year, Matt Stafford or Jared Goff? Jared Goff in Detroit? Yep. Oh, Matt Stafford. That's who not would, even close. Who would win more games if they were still where they were? <laughs> Matt Stafford, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Matt Matt Stafford has a chance to lead that Rams team to a to, to a, a, an NFC championship. I game. think Seahawks, they're in that second group too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think with good people around him, Matt Stafford really elevates his game. And I don't think Jared Goff I think Jared Goff is Jared Goff wherever he is. I agree. I love Matt Stafford. I think he, I think he's gotten a bad rep in the NFL. So Planning in Detroit will do that unless you're Barry Sanders or Calvin Johnson. So, all right, that's going to do it for hour number one. Hour number two brings you Chip Walters in college football playoff. You're listening to the best in news, talk, sports, and music. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast brought to you by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. If you'd like to hear us live each and every weekday, tune in from 4 to 6 p.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM in Columbia. Also visit www.sm-tnsports.com for the most comprehensive and timely coverage of high school sports in and around Southern Middle Tennessee.